So, Mariah, imagine this. We start, we start a podcast, and on it, we just read gay fanfic. Actually, can we? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Please, I have no job. And, like, that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Mariah. She, her. Why'd you lean in so close <laughs> now? I feel like I have to lean in just so the audio doesn't get fucked. Because I was saying it soft like. <laughs> soft like. <laughs> I'm supposed to go first. Why does it fucking matter? Because Mitch? I'm supposed to say, Shea, oh. they, them, Mariah, what's your name? Mariah, Because she that's her. a hilarious Okay, joke. but I did it because you were just sitting there like looking at your phone. Oh, I was you know, pulling I up the break fanfic. The <sighs> Sibling bickering. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Welcome to episode three of Please I Have No Job, the gay fanfic podcast. Or I'm sorry, the queer. Because I noticed you changed that. I put gay fanfic in the bio, and Mariah changed it later to queer fanfic. Oh, I, I don't know. Which, you know what? I get it. You know, it's more broad term, whatever. But yeah, this is an LGBT podcast. Uh, and that is an important... QIA+. <laughs> QIA. <laughs> yep, the Are whole you, thing. you cutting people out? Are you <gasps> oh, queerphobic? Uh, uh, Aphobic? <laughs> I'm cutting out. <laughs> uh, no, you need to come in and apologize. <laughs> this is my no sap apology. No, I'm not going to apologize to anybody. I'm sorry about that. Oh, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> go to the bathroom, bitch. I'll keep them. In- no, I'm kidding. I'll keep them Actually, I, I no, made I'll, it up. I'll, I made it up. I'll keep them entertained. <laughs> I know. I made it up. I was lying. <laughs> That's my thing. I'm the liar. Today we're supposed to read. Is it chapter? Yeah, it's episode four. We're at chapter four of Armorium. But once again, we're opening up with a silly fanfic. But oh, you know, actually, I wanted to say at the beginning of this episode, I wanted to do a little like what a week we've had kind of moment like how was your week like a, what, what a because, week yeah what a week we've had at the time of recording this we just had a crazy last week in, in willow fandom because this past weekend was the bottoms premiere and shit went crazy and willow twitter like tripled our like daily average on tweets at least so far we had like three days in a row of six thousand you can thank you like topping the record <laughs> i think we can thank ruby cruz for that because i know i'm just kidding yeah shit went crazy on twitter i was like what the fuck what the fuck yeah we are recording this what super the- early F is going on. I think we recorded episode three the same day we published episode one, and now we're recording episode four the day we published episode two. Yep. We like to get ahead of things in this household. Yeah, you gotta be prepared. Because, like, if we ever need a week off, we don't have to actually not post that week. Yeah. So, shout out to everyone listening so far. Also, I apolog- apologize that Mariah made me a liar, and I said we're <laughs> uploading on Saturdays in the first episode. <laughs> um, obviously, that's not happening. But I think maybe Saturdays will be when we upload bonus episodes in the future. Yeah. But we're not starting that just yet. But probably, that's probably going to be a thing, like, when we move on, when we finish Armorium, because we have to no, be talking about No, it'll be a, a thing <laughs> as soon as people actually subscribe but, to it, but we have um, no subscribers for that. I'll be pumping out content with that. Oh, video. no. No, that's need you. That, no, that's different bonus content. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the bonus content where I make you read more Willow. Oh, when bonus, we talk, when we bonus, just talk about Willow. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this is a Willow podcast. And I made that decision. Um, so, yeah, in conclusion, though, proud of Willow fandom. It's been a great week. I got really excited. But so it's a, we got a hard battle in front of us if we actually are going to save the show. I'm proud of us. And I love Willow Twitter. <sighs> that was a sigh of pure exhaustion from all the hard work we've done. <laughs> So the fan fiction I have this week, it's on Archive of Our Own, and it's a Compossible fanfic. And I very intentionally chose Compossible to be one of the first to be read from because Compossible was like the original hyperfixation for me as a child. I still have my Mariah so intensely like <laughs> t- tucking her hair behind her ear right now. Because I don't care uh, about your story. 
it's important to me. I still have like an old beat up Kim Possible poster in my room. I used to have like Kim Possible Barbie dolls. I had like every Kim Possible like video game that existed. It also was one of the first things I wrote fan fiction for as a kid. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. So I, that's actually a fun fact I love to tell people. I told someone that on my first date with them once. I don't know how fanfiction got brought up, but we were like talking about what's like your first fanfiction shit. Like we were just exposing ourselves. We were having fun. And yeah, Kim Possible was pretty much mine. So that's what we're reading from today. And it is <laughs> Wait. I went to the humor ca- category you got specifically me thinking, for this. Though, my first fanfiction that I wrote was the little lad from the Starburst commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mariah wrote fanfiction for like was it Starburst? I wrote a whole book called the, uh, Skittles or something, wasn't Skittles? it? Skittles? Or was it Starburst? I actually don't remember now. You know, berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who likes berries and cream. I think that was Skittles. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. But it anyway. was a silly commercial. And Mariah wrote an entire backstory for that man about like what happened to his mom. His childhood. Yeah, I called it. It was a, it was a <laughs> book called But Now Mommy's Gone. Because in the commercial, he says, I used to do this when I was a little lad. Mom taught me it or whatever. And he goes, but now Mommy's gone. So I, that's... I, He's like, I, now I'm gonna teach you. But now mommy's gone, so yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's the it's his perspective, and it's uh, yeah. Um, listener, if you don't know what we're talking about, I do apologize. Look it up right now because it's worth it to get the context. It did. It's, it was I think trending. You just look up berry, the berries and cream days. Yeah, like it, went, it went viral ago? a few years ago on like TikTok when TikTok was first really becoming more mainstream and it wasn't just musically anymore. You know, I think no, it was, it was not. That time. No, it wasn't. It was literally like last year. No, I swear this was like right during the right when the pandemic started or right before it was or later into it i swear anyway point is if you don't know it you should look it up i think <laughs> it and then you'll understand what we're talking about so excuse me loud like scream sneezing into the mic right now i was back i backed up i didn't do this with mic. <sighs> okay i can do okay. it for you if you pay me for it so though. yeah again, $5 sneeze. we went to the humor category for kim possible i found a nice sh- short one I feel and like- this one i thought i would find something older again like from like 2005 because there are fanfic dating back to 2005 and, um, for this show, but this one's from 2019, and it looks to be... It's, it's the one I picked, okay? It's the one I picked. It's called Autocorrect, and it's by the Bald One MPLS. Oh, they said it was originally posted on fanfiction.net on April 23rd, 2012. They pulled this shit back up, and they said, Archive deserves this, too. Disclaimer, I, the author, make no claim as to ownership of Kim Possible or any of his characters. Shut up! Okay, dude. Why do you read that? <laughs> I don't know why I started reading that. Cut it out, Jay. Literally, the camera goes down. You can see her through her pants. And it's going through her pants. Her vagina starts to pull. That show is so is. You're going to have a podcast right now. Okay, I'm going to start from reading the summary. Shut <laughs> up. I'm taking your phone away from you. What the fuck? What the fuck, dude? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Alternate title, How to Destroy Your Girlfriend's Reputation in 140 Characters or Less. I'm kind of excited. I looked at the comments before, too, and the comments, <laughs> all of the comments are people just laughing. So, let's see. Mariah, please. Mariah's distracting me so much right now. <laughs> Get off Twitter while you're recording a podcast. I'm live your tweeting. Phone, your phone should be off and on the coffee table. She said she's live tweeting. <laughs> 
Willow fandom, I hope that you enjoy Mariah's bullshit. I really, really do because I'm suffering. I don't think they do. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start reading. Are you sure you want to do this? Kim asked her gloomy boyfriend across the kitchen table. Ron couldn't even bring his eyes up to meet hers, his fingers tapping nervously on her closed laptop. I think this is for the best. For both of us. Kim could only shake her head. This is no big deal. We can work through this. Oh my god, are we about to break up? At that, Ron finally showed his face to her. The look on his face was an incredulous one. Work through this? Kim, I embarrassed you in front of the whole world. Overreact much? Kim tried to take his hands into hers, but he pulled them away in shame. <laughs> Kim, this is not overreacting. Damn. A small smirk crossed Kim's face. So you think you're not freaking out right now? Ron stood up from the table and walked towards one of the kitchen windows. (laughs) Of course, I'm freaking out. But this... Instead of continuing his sentence, he quickly peeled back from the window's curtain. Suddenly, the room was filled with innumerable flashes of light coming from the other side of the window. The young couple watched as dozens of photographers held their cameras at the ready, taking as many pictures as they could, battling each other for position as if they were fighting for a rebound during a game of basketball. They all shouted questions through the closed window. At least that's what Kim and Ron would have would have to assume they were shouting as 40 people yelling 40 things at the same time at the same two people at the same time made individual voices difficult to distinguish. After a few moments, Ron closed the curtain and turned back to his girlfriend. This is freak out worthy. I think it's really valid. Yeah, I think if you ha- if I had like a bunch of people flashing pictures at my window, I think I might uh, freak out a little bit. <laughs> Anything to say, Mariah? <laughs> <laughs> the look on Mariah's face. Kim walked to Ron. You slapped me on the back. <laughs> Mariah and I had a little scuffle, okay? <laughs> I'm bruised and bad. Okay. So yeah, Kim is putting her arms around her boyfriend. No, um, in a side hug, it says. You notice it's just going to blow over by the end of the day. And what if it doesn't, snapped Ron. Kim let out a slight chuckle. Then we simply put out a press release, explain the situation, and boom, back to normal. The chuckle did not go unnoticed. How can you laugh about this? Um, Kim paused in mock thought. Because it's funny? So not funny, replied Ron. Yes, it is, she cried as she gave her boyfriend a hearty shake. This is exactly the type of thing that you'd find hilarious if it wasn't happening to us. Dude, what's happening? The suspense is killing me. Like, they're really drawing this out. Mariah, you need to be more present because you could be like quipping with me and instead I'm like by myself. I'm all by myself. I'm all by my lonesome. I'm just sitting here recording a podcast with no one and I feel alone and I'm in a chokehold now and I'm, and I'm crying for help. I just slap you back. You slap me, I slap okay, you. Okay, slap me back. Here, do it. Do it live on the pod. Let them, let them hear it. Okay. Slap me. Okay, that was nothing. <laughs> I didn't even feel that shit. Oh, okay. I went a five star on my ass. <laughs> No way it was just like the bottom of your palm. It was like anticlimactic. You were about to you were about to start playing the cajon. Like I actually this is getting embarrassing. I I, I need you to stop. Mariah could never if Mariah had to fight for her life, she would surely die. (laughs) She Ever heard of a thing called adrenaline? Yeah. Yes, yeah. she'll save me. Yeah, it's funny I say that because I always tell people that like Mariah was always so scary to me as a kid. <laughs> if I got into a fight with any one of my siblings, I could. It was like I can take them. Like I would. I'm gonna fist fight you, but Mariah, I would just run. Like one time, here funny story time. <laughs> one time, Mariah got so mad at me. Couldn't tell you why. I can't remember. 
And I remember it so well because I ran from her, literally went outside, got on my bike and started riding away on my bike. She gets on her bike, chases me all around like the block on my bike. I come back around. I, I managed to like cut away where I, I thought I, I kind of lost her for a moment. So I tried to sneak. I rode through the grass into our backyard. He tried to hide my bike behind the treehouse, climbed in and hid in the treehouse. Didn't work, of course, where I found it. Managed to escape from her there, run inside, lock myself in the bathroom and turn the lights off and just hope she wouldn't notice <laughs> that I was in the bathroom. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, do I want to take Mariah in a fight? No. <laughs> in a real fight? No. <laughs> you don't want, y'all, you do not want to get in right a fight now. with Mariah. Let's live stream a wrestling match. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get on TikTok. We're going to pause recording right now. Well, first live, of all, get live well, first on TikTok of all, for one or two people to watch. Us <laughs> well, first of all, I don't think we can live stream on TikTok to have a thousand followers. Uh, yeah. So you guys need to follow me so I can live stream. You can probably okay? just live stream on Twitter. I just want to live stream. I want to live stream wrestling. I want to live stream us doing bedtime stories. Anyway, let's let's find out what Ron did that was so embarrassing so we can move back on to Tanthamore. Cause Wait. <laughs> that's what everyone's here for, right? Yeah, bedtime stories. I, Willow Fandom, do you, do you just like... Do you just uh, skip past this part? Be honest with me. You Be don't honest. care about. And also, do you want to unfollow me? <laughs> <laughs> do you hate me? <laughs> we already did that bit before. We were like, no, they want me to burn the steak because nobody <laughs> responded to that tweet, and my feelings are really. You hard. just tweeted that first of all. Second of all, no, shut up. I've tweeted things since those got engagement, but that tweet they looked at it and they said, "Yeah, burn out the steak, you fucking whore." <sighs> I'm just going to continue reading. That's what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> so la- we left off. Kim was saying, no, you would find this funny if it was anyone else. Wait, no, actually, we should live stream us wrestling because then the people can bet on who's going to win. Mariah. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And- I'm not going to fight you for for people's entertainment. <laughs> Why not? That's Hunger Games the shit. <laughs> oh, my God. There's blood on the floor. Okay. <laughs> he says, but it is happening to us and it's my fault. Kim's great face grew serious as she took his face in her hands. Four things, Mr. Stoppable. One, it was a mistake. Everyone makes mistakes. Don't let it get you down. Two, I'm not going to beat you up over this. You shouldn't beat yourself up over this. Three, she technically said nothing, but the passion and the kiss she gave Ron spoke volumes. Oh my god. This reminds me of this conversation we had the other day. We were talking about last names, which don't even i probably shouldn't open this can of worms but we were joking about like like mariah when she got married she kept her last name you know and we were just talking about all that and like imagine if kim got married to ron and she actually changed her name to stoppable i'm like, sorry but th- at that that'd point, be so wrong you need to put her into the psych ward because why would you do that <laughs> no that's an inappropriate <laughs> joke mariah i'm gonna be real with you right now i'm gonna be real with you that was no, inappropriate thank you for me, Ken, i gotta hold you accountable as somebody like i studied psychology in my yeah. like i should know you, better you it's are funny. you should know i better. apologize I, what i mean is arrest her <laughs> <laughs> she, what she did, she should be arrested for her crimes against feminism. I'm not saying anyone who doesn't change their name is uh, doing a crime against feminism. I just mean if you change your name from possible does, to know. stoppable, there's something really wrong there. There's just something wrong. At the end of the day, pick the better last name. That's all I'm going to say. If, you're gonna, if someone's going to change their name, pick the better last name. That's all I'm going to Okay. What the hell? So, she, <laughs> <laughs> so after Kim kisses no. Ron... Ron needed a moment to catch his breath. Because Jay had a better last name, but it's not my name. Okay. I said, <laughs> we're not opening... Okay, anyway. <laughs> it's okay. Not that I'm complaining, but what does that have to do with our situation? A slight blush came over her face. Nothing. I just like kissing you. <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be a funny thing. It is. Ron's smile started to return. 
fine by me. Kim regained her composure. And four, it's not your fault. It's your phone's fault. After a moment of contemplation, Ron sighed. You're right, KP. At that, he walked to the garbage can near the kitchen sink. He then made a big show of pulling a so-called smartphone out of his back pocket, held it over the can, and unceremoniously dropped it into the trash. Kim raised an eyebrow at her boyfriend. You know, turning off the autocorrect feature would have been more efficient. Ron shook his head as he brushed his hands together, as if wiping dirt off them. KP, that was the phone that sullied your name. I can't let it get away with that. It must be held accountable for its actions. At that, Kim grinned and walked towards her boyfriend. As wasteful as that was, I am honored that you do that to defend my name. She found her way under his protective arm. I'm so lucky to have you as a boyfriend, and Team Possible is so lucky to have you as public relations director. Ron smiled at her. Nope, still quitting. Kim frowned. Oh, come on. Ron reached down and grabbed the laptop, opening it and holding it in Kim's face. Wade is obviously much better at it than me. Need I remind you that I started this? As the scream came to life, Kim reread the series of tweets that had started this madness. Marquis Beauty, three hours ago. Our founder, Alice Marquis, was taken hostage last night. She is now safe at home thanks to some true heroes. Our entire staff is eternally grateful to at Team Possible Kim and at Team Possible Ron for their selfless bravery and courage in the face of danger. We will offer Team Possible any and all assistance we can possibly give in their quest to make this world a safer place. This includes free makeovers for at Team Possible Kim for life so her exterior beauty can always match her internal beauty. Ron tweets, at Team Possible Kim. Kim and I thank at Marquee Beauty for their generous makeover offer, but we'll have to gratefully decline because we don't accept personal favors. Besides, Kim doesn't need a makeover. She's already pregnant as is. Marquee Beauty replies, don't worry, Ron, at Team Possible Ron. We have special treatments for expectant mothers. We'll take good care of her. Congrats. <laughs> Two hours ago. Congrats to you at Team Possible Kim and at Team Possible Ron. You will make great parents. Can't wait to see the little one. Hashtag Team Possible plus one. Damn, they came up with a hashtag right out. Like they, they popped that right out. And then a bunch of other people are tweeting. Martin Smarty CEO, two hours ago. Truly a great day for Kim and Ron. If you start parenting tips, I'm so I'm happy to help. If you need parenting tips. Hashtag Team Possible plus one. <laughs> Wait, what? They're all just tweeting about... Kim is pregnant? Somebody said, somebody said, didn't think at Ron had it in, in him. Obviously, at Team Possible Kim had it in her. Hashtag joking. Hashtag please don't kill me, Kim. Wait, they, they didn't <laughs> have it Team in Possible him Plus to one. have sex. And then Ron tweets later, like three hours later, he tweets, I mean, perfect. Kim is perfect as is. Not pregnant. Oh, he accidentally... So now we're finally getting the context. This man accidentally announced to Twitter that Kim was pregnant. But that's not even the funniest thing How to me. It's the fact it? that he publicly got on Twitter and was like, we don't accept personal favors. Like, he had to publicly reject this offer from this random, from this, not random, but this beauty company that wanted to thank them for apparently saving the life of of this person. <laughs> He's like, no, thank you. Also, my boy, she's pregnant. <laughs> Kim is pregnant. <laughs> and everyone just like, he took the everyone, nobody even like, they're all just like, oh, cool. Hashtag Team Possible Plus One. There's got to be at least one tweet that's like, why did you announce this <laughs> in this She's already, The way he said it, she's already pregnant as is. <laughs> no one no one questioned it. They're like, all right. We don't need you to impregnate her. I already impregnated her. It's done. And then it cuts back to Kim responding to it again. Kim couldn't help but smile. Well, on the plus side, we are trending worldwide. Ron buried his face in his hands. 
not helping. And that's where it ends. So that is pretty funny and is definitely the kind of thing that would happen in the Compossible universe. I think that that's a fair okay. assessment from this comment here that says, I can totally see this happening. And the so other now, person who said, I'm cackling right now. You know what? Same girl. Now we know that's how to pretty trend. funny. Hmm? You have to go and reply to a random to a tweet. To, somebody sends you a tweet. Reply to it and then in the tweet randomly announce that I'm pregnant even though I'm not. Wait, what? I, I wasn't listening Wait, to you Wait, that wouldn't make us trend because nobody cares that I'm pregnant. Yeah, why are you talking? If are you pregnant? No! <laughs> Imagine if I found out on the podcast Mariah was pregnant. Okay. I would never say that on the podcast. Why are you eating a cookie right now? <laughs> I wanted something sweet. <laughs> what if they can hear you eating the cookie? Walk away. Okay, so what should my guest name be? I'm going to leave a comment. I just love kudos. I'm going to leave a comment. I'll just be Draken or some shit. I, we should, I'm just going to always make it like a random character name. I'm going to say... I have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the bathroom after this. And I'm going to take care of it. Why did you tweet but, um, that? Guys, I can't. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I need the charger. Okay, I'm going to the bathroom now. That was kind of funny. I think it could have been a better... While they're taking a piss and being dramatic as always, I'm gonna keep you guys entertained. So, how's everybody doing? How's your day? Have you guys pooped today? Have you drank water today? Have you thought about pooping or drinking water today? Okay, good job. So, here's what's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> All right, we're going to do a quiz together. We're going to do a are you gay quiz. So the first question is, are you listening to this podcast? If you are, you're probably gay. The second question is, do you have a crush on someone that is gay? Then you're probably gay too. The third question, do you like Willow? You're probably gay. The fourth question, do you write or read fan fiction? You're probably at least 25% gay. Okay, so if you answered yes to every question, you're definitely gay. If you answered yes to half the questions, you're probably at least bisexual. And if you said no to all the questions, why the fuck are you here? And actually, that's not possible because if you answered no, that means you are listening to the podcast and that just means you're a fucking liar. Also, my tummy hurts. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not cutting my are you gay quiz. Right. Yeah, chapter four. Okay, I'm back. Um, I could overhear a little bit of that from the other room. Apparently, you guys just took a quiz and found out you're gay. So I just want to <laughs> congratulate all of you in discovering this part of yourself. And I hope that <laughs> pride is a is something that you feel. <laughs> Be who you are. Anyway. Your pride. This is much better. Mariah's reading. It's her turn. Yeah, it is my turn, so shut the fuck up. I'm ready to. Are you? I've been put in a chokehold. I've been slapped. I've been slapped? I had my cheeks pinched. (laughs) Let me tell you, uh, that was uncomfortable. Baby. (laughs) (laughs) Literally baby. (laughs) 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 Okay, I'm sorry. We're we're all a little bit giggly right now. We're We're getting a little silly. It's time to read. Chapter four. Warning. Fluff ahead. This is exactly what I've needed. Fluff. Dan the more fluff. Dan the more fluff. Oh, by the way, where did we leave off? Yeah, okay, we ended off. Okay, so the last chapter ended off with them training and Kit started crying. And I think it was because they started talking about 
her past a little bit. Or she started talking about her, like, side effects and stuff. And how hard it's been, like, not knowing five, the last five years. And she started crying. Like, present Kit started crying and Jay was comforting oh, her. Oh, yeah. yeah. In their office. But Kit doesn't know it's Yeah. That's how we left off. Yeah. So now we're at six years ago. You know, there's skill, then there's talent, Kit says, after successfully managing to knock Jade's sword out of her hand with a deft parry she'd been secretly practicing in her dorm room. I just happen to have both. Along with a generous amount of arrogance, Jade scoffs, nudging Kit. Gotta have that too, Kit says. She spins the damaged sword she bought off eBay in an elaborate spin that draws an eyeball from Jade. Come on, aren't you just the littlest bit proud? Your protege, overcoming your teacher. You have something you want to say? No, it's just it's just the fact that you read a line that was directly from the show and you didn't read it in the in Jade's British accent from the show. And I thought we agreed we were gonna do that. Along with a generous amount of arrogance. <laughs> no 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 no. No 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 no. We can just continue. I love how you sensed that I sensed that. I didn't say anything. I literally was just looking at I Ryan. felt you tapped up. I was thinking about it. I was like I wasn't going to say anything. I was just a little bit disappointed. I was like, I don't think she noticed that. I was well, like, let's not be dramatic here. I'm going to give Jade a it's valley real, girl it's accent. It's real to me. I'm going to give her it a valley. It to me. I'm going to give her a valley girl accent instead of a British accent. Jade? Yeah. Mm, if you do that, I would be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> we just wait till we find him on the live stream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm Cast your bets. <laughs> <laughs> Who will win? <laughs> Continue. Well, let's not be dramatic here. Jade laughs. laughs. The end of every sentence I fucking say, I laugh. No. I'll be like, Come I don't on. know. Like, <laughs> you're, you're exactly, yeah. No. That's no. Just, that's just their your. That's uh, my harsh accent. self, like hatred. You know, you're just being hard on yourself. Is this a therapy it's session now? Out. Yeah, yes, this is, um, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm charging you by the second right now for for but this I, conversation. But please, I have no job. I don't have money. <laughs> she said, "Please." <laughs> she said the title. Am, yo, wait! She did the thing. She did the thing. She said the title of the show. I think you actually said show. it wrong, though. Close enough. You actually couldn't because it was copyrighted. <laughs> there are. <laughs> that was probably you just popped somebody's ear. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening with earbuds, sorry about it. Continue reading. As you're saying sorry, you're literally bleeding out and being <laughs> Your sorry is not enough. They can't even hear my sorry. They, it's they're, they're, You need to pay their medical bills. <laughs> of the 10 people who listen to this. I know exactly who's listening to this right now. And I just want to say, Hi. I have a crush on you. <laughs> they do. You should date them. Keep reading. Who wants to date? Hey, 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 guess what? Hey, guess what? We're not pimping me out on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> read, read the fucking I was so excited to pimp you out on the podcast. Do what you're here to do and read. Gotta have that too, Kit says. <laughs> she spins the damaged sword she bought. We already read that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry because I derailed us. We're, we're, we're barely, we barely made it into this chapter and we've derailed so much already. When I sat up, I could feel and the, and hear all the waters in my belly moving. All the fluid. <laughs> the waters. <laughs> the great seas. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the places my mind is going with that. Who knows what undiscovered creatures dwell deep below those waters. <laughs> what? <laughs>
Okay, I apologize. Keep going. She gently takes the sword from Kit's hand and places it on the grass where they've been practicing for the past hour. By the time I open my gym, you might be able to instruct her. (laughs) (laughs) You might be able to instruct her. (laughs) What? Did you read that right? Yeah, I did. I think it's a typo. You might be able to instruct is probably what it's supposed to say. Or they probably weren't sure if they were going to say able to be an instructor or able to instruct and accidentally kept it like in between. You know what I mean? Girl, I relate. Continue. Or maybe we could open it together, Kit offers. She says it nonchalantly, but Jay can read her nerves. They've only been together six months, but it already feels like forever. Lesbians, am I right? so lesbian. <laughs> I, said, I was going to say lesbianic. <laughs> lesbianic. <laughs> That's so lesbianic. Lesbianic. This is, is lesbianic. <laughs> is that even a word? Well, it, it is now. It sounds like a real word. Like, I, like, I should have just said sapphic, but I was like, that's lesbianic. <laughs> the new sapphic. It's just, like, it's just it's specific bionical. In, it's sapphic it specific to lesbians is lesbianic. What mm-hmm. if this is, like, a really bad word? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we Googling. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, actually, I'm going to Google. Keep reading. I'm actually going to Google okay. it. It already feels like they'll have forever. That, Jade says, planting a kiss on Kit's forehead. Sounds. She kisses her nose. Amazing. She kisses her lips. Then she lingers there as Kit kisses her back until they remember that they're on the quad in broad daylight and that they still have two years of college ahead of them before they can even really start making plans. They're being gay in broad daylight. <laughs> also, so, by the way, it is a real word. I just looked it up. What does it mean? It's just uh, pertaining to lesbians. Exactly what I intended. Exactly. I was like, I, I, it sounded familiar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's so word. it's not a slur. We're good. And <laughs> I'm not making shit up. So they're being gay in public, you say? Yeah, like in broad daylight. <laughs> in broad quad, daylight? On the quad in broad daylight. <laughs> they are literally on the quad in broad daylight kissing each other. That's absolutely unhinged behavior. It's very gay. <laughs> them, them in... Uh, them, we can't them take them, them anywhere. Them someday in the middle of the battlefield in the show. We can't take Listen, them anywhere. This is like one of the biggest things that the fandom is manifesting is that they're going to recreate the kiss from the Willow movie. 1988. Yeah, and the big question: who between Sorsha and Mad who's Mad Mardigan? Sorsha, who's Mad Mardigan? Yeah, me and Mariah had that had that discussion. Didn't we agree it would be Jade grabbing Kit, like the way Sorsha grabs Mad Mads? That it would be Jade grabbing Kit. I think I still stand by that. Yeah, makes sense. I don't know. Mariah's like I don't remember. Every day <laughs> I change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Either one, I would just be happy it happened at all. You know, it's just the idea of lesbians recklessly kissing each other in the middle of a dangerous battlefield. There's like shit on fire behind. You know. People are dying around them and they're just like, hold on a second. That armor? Come here. <laughs> they're like, oh, that was... I, I. <laughs> Jay giggles to herself as she, as she skips over to Kit on the battlefield. <laughs> I stopped listening to you like half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell by the way you're quiet and like i was nervous i was actually in my head trying to think of the timeline of this book again i was trying to get it i was like i was like doing numbers i was doing math in my head yeah well it also just told us it was six months into their relationship so right now we're doing five years ago so this is a year after where we just finished reading Mm -hmm. okay Mm, jade moans oh my god we got right into (laughs) (laughs) please just keep going as Kit rakes her fingers through Jay's girls. Oh, okay. It's it's pure. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's Christian enough for the audience. <laughs> Twisting them deftly around her fingers, then together into tight braids on either side of her girlfriend's head. I don't know why I don't have you do this every day before we start training. You like the way I work my fingers on you? <laughs> Kit teases. <laughs> why, way to ruin the moment there, Jade laughs. 
Even Jake said, not on my Christian server. <laughs> she so said, Kit, you made this weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've already told you Let five times mo- I do not like you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me moan in peace. <laughs> Let me moan in your ear without making it sexual, please. <laughs> okay, keep going. Kit ties off the last braid and kisses the tattoo at the base of Jade's neck. She stays there a minute. She'd been waiting to bring something up and feels like the way you're smiling, like you're kicking your feet like this is my TV. <laughs> she stays there a minute. She'd been waiting to bring something up and feels a little braver behind Jade, where she can't read the nerves she's sure are displayed in plain view. Alora asked me if we should live together again next year. Oh? Jade stills beneath Kit. She doesn't turn around. What did you say to her? I said I wanted to talk to you first. Yeah? Kit feels the hesitation in Jade's voice. She hopes she's reading it as hopeful hesitation. She hopes Jade also thinks this could be a good idea. That it isn't too soon, or that they'd be crazy moving in together their senior year of college. I wanted to see if... I mean, maybe it's moving too fast. We've been together for over a year now, and I'm in your dorm most nights anyway. I was thinking maybe... Yes, Jade mercifully interrupts Kit's babble, turning around to face her. If you're asking if we should move in together for senior year, my answer is yes. Their grins are wide and matching, and they forego their sparing plans for a different kind of entanglement. Sparring. <laughs> okay, you're the way I sounded. Yes. Sparring. Yes. <laughs> Does it make you that mad when I say mad. words wrong? I was not mad. It just came out that way. I just wanted to make sure I got it out there. Apologize she for meant talking to, say to me in a mean way. I apologize for talking to you in a mean way. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I was just trying to get it out there. She meant she meant sparring, but sparring. oh my god! Once again, oh shit. They're getting intimate. And it cuts, doesn't it? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. off camera, thank mm-hmm. God. That was <laughs> scene cut to black because we don't need to be seen that lesbian Listen, shit. Listen, I'm not even Christian anymore, but I'm too Christian for this. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. All of a sudden, this episode's called We're Homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> the way every episode is just going to be us accusing someone Somebody is always homophobic in every space we It's like, you can't escape it. And honestly, it's really sad. People, people are like, I thought this was a gay fan, like gay yeah, everybody, podcast. Like, like stop I'm uncomfortable. Why are these homophobia at the center? <laughs> honestly, no way. We haven't we're decided. Homophobia we haven't decided what we're going to call episode three yet, though. Is it going to be homophobia? No, I'm trying to get away from that. In fact, yeah, me too, in fact, but this was, joke is still going to hit. I'll fact, tell you what. When I, <laughs> when I was titling chapter two, I literally was like, you can ask Jay. Like, I was like, get out of the room. I need to think of a new title, but I couldn't think of anything because I was like, oh, so bad. I don't want to title this that. I'm tired of homophobia. It is kind of funny, though, because and at that point, it's a, it is a bit, but like, if we keep going, it would be like, okay, now you're beating the dead horse. Like, shut the fuck up. So we, we cut the cap at the right time. Like, you know two, I mean? two is cap? good. What the fuck does that mean? We capped it. Yeah. We cut it. Whatever. You did both. You cut the cap. <laughs> <laughs> so, continue. All right, now we're at four years ago, so we keep jumping a year. I thought we said we weren't doing graduation gifts. Jade pouts as they sit on their bed in their off-campus apartment. Graduation gowns hanging, ready to be thrown on in an hour. Oh, they're naked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> it doesn't say that. <laughs> She's like, Their mm. graduation gowns are, they must be nude. I got you something anyway, Kit says. She pushes the long, poorly wrapped box in the redhead's direction. Jade groans and leans off the bed, rummaging around until she lifts up a much more precisely and cleanly wrapped box onto the bed. I thought we said no graduation gifts. Kit teases with an arch of an eyebrow. Is it arch or arc? Arc? Arch. Mm-hmm. Arch of an eyebrow. Arch of an eyebrow. Guys, I'm not oh. dumb. <laughs> I can't see the words, so. <laughs> I got you something anyway, Jade echoes. We'll open at the same time. 
And really, they both already knew what the gifts were. They'd even laughed at how ironic it would be, considering Jade's last name. They'd equally ogled over them at a trade show during spring break, had both snuck off at various points during the trip. They opened the box's lids at the same time to reveal the beautiful Claymore swords resting inside. They're nearly identical with one, excuse me, with one slight variation. Kit's handle is wrapped in red, Jade's in blue. Just like in the show. Okay, but riddle me this. Yeah? This is, are these one of the swords that fall and <laughs> slice her in half? Because <laughs> if slice so, and dice. <laughs> my bet is that it was Kit's because hers was already wrapped in red, might as well add some red to that. You get what, what? I'm, you know what I'm saying? Now it's bathed in red. Like, <laughs> ha, um, <laughs> so funny. Just, just keep reading. You want me to shut up? No, I'm asking you to please keep speaking. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're in the same year, but it's skipping ahead a little to a new scene. So Kit's texting from her new phone. 100% feel free to say no, but can I take you out for drinks or something? I love the consistency of um, Kit being the one to ask her out again. Again? Yeah, that's what's happening right now. She just texted her as her, her trainer. No, basically. we're in the same her year, doctor. though. We're in the same year. No. It just, it doesn't say. No, because it's talking, because it's talking about, wait. This is present. It, it would have said present day, but we're still four years ago. You, you, I, yeah, it's possible there was just an oversight there because I think it is, but just keep going. Okay, I, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure this is the current. Yeah. Jade stares at the messages left answered as she places around her immaculately clean apartment. The one bedroom apartment was never anything but cluttered back when kids still lived with her. Kate had always left half-drink glasses of water and random things all around. Not to mention the clothes that too often were shed before they could make it to their bedroom after an afternoon of training together. Jade kept the place immaculate these days. It was a way of controlling the place when it was so often felt like everything in her life was out of place. But now, Kit was back and asking her out. Funny how, even without her memory of the first time, it was still Kit who was asking Jade out first. So, okay, it, it was, was supposed to yeah, <laughs> It was supposed to say that this new scene when Kit started texting her was present day, and it didn't. But I... But you can tell. You figure it out by context. It's obvious, yeah. yeah. So, my bad. I lied. <laughs> okay, so Kit texts again. Actually, let's just totally pretend I never said anything. Delete those texts. Jade could feel Kit's nerves coming through the phone. She remembers how her body had shaken as she cried the other day, and Jade held her. After Jade held her, she was like, I need to take this bitch out for drinks. <laughs> you know what I mean? If a bitch can hold me? She had her arms around her, and then she like, <laughs> yeah. She remembers the words Kit had shared and how she didn't feel like a real person. Jade had vowed then and there to do whatever she could to bring Kit back. And if it meant breaking her heart a bit in the process, Jade would do it. What? Breaking, I think she means breaking her own heart. Because Jade responds, I would love to be taken out for drinks. Because I thought that meant she was going to say no. And then Jade says, how does tonight sound? And then Kit's response was nearly immediate. Sounds like a date. How about the Shattered Sea in the East Village? Went there a couple weeks ago with my friend Delora. Vibes are great. Eight? Damn, she is so horny for Jade. Because she had a plan for the date that she suggested herself? She said her response was nearly immediate and oh. she had every plan and it was like, boom. She like had that copy right. paste ready to go. Yeah. And it was random. She was like, forget that. Delete the text. Like, she's desperate. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Jade responds, perfect. Jade sighs, glad that the place Kit had chosen was not a place that they had ever been together, the two of them. She hadn't even heard of it before. What was she going to wear? She never had to worry about what to wear on her first date. She'd only ever had one before in her entire life. And she'd been wearing Damn, a full well, on bitch. <laughs> and she'd been wearing a full on grout fit after studying the library for hours. She wanders into her room and opens the closet. She tries not to dwell on the clothes a size too small for her, clothes that have hung limply from hangars for over a year now. Nor does she focus on a piled sweater on the ground of the closet. The one she hasn't touched since the day Kit left the hospital. I just realized. This like restaurant has like <laughs> The shattered sea, they're like, 
you'll never make it out of this restaurant. <laughs> you get in there, you're like, they like, you have to. <laughs> you think there's an implication there? <laughs> They're never. It's like the Taylor Swift song. I'm right where you left me. Oh there God. is an implication there. Somebody's going to be stuck in there forever. Not physically, metaphorically. That should have been the name of, of this chapter. I'm right where you left me. The Damn. Well, you're telling me it is. It said it was fluff. They said fluff ahead. <laughs> is this fluff going to make me cry? What? Shut the <laughs> I'm not saying anything about the chapter. I'm just okay. making a joke about Jade's okay. mental state. Jade had spent every day at the hospital after Kit awoke, always out of sight, making sure Kit wouldn't see her and get confused. She would wait outside her room for news from the doctor, Sorsha, or Eric. Sorsha would take her into the doctor's office with her, and the three of them would discuss next steps. Sorsha had rubbed the back of her hand when they made the decision to not tell Kit about Jade at all. It was the doctor's suggestion. So, I feel like Sorsha, like... <laughs> She's like homophobic or not, but not with Jade. Like, why is she so sweet to Jade? Like, are you homophobic or not? Pick a side. <laughs> this episode is going to be titled Sorsha is not homophobic. Sorsha is complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jade kicks the sweater out of the way and flips through her hangers. She settles on high waisted, wide legged jeans and black cropped sleeveless turtleneck. Oh, okay. I see it. Yeah. Jade Tuck said, I'm still pissed at you and we still need to talk about Kit, but just FYI, she asked me out, as in on a date. She texted that to Eric because Eric responds, I guess I should have seen that coming. What'd you say? Jade responds, I said yes and I'm going to tell her. Jade's phone immediately starts to ring and Eric's face fills the screen. She reluctantly picks up. Hi, Jade says. What do you mean you're going to tell her? His tone is concerned and edge creeping in. Not tonight, Jade reassures them both, and I'm not going to spring it on her. I'm not an idiot. But she needs to know. The not knowing is killing her. She knows there's a piece of her missing, but she doesn't know what. You mean you. Jade thinks on that for a second before shaking her head. Then, because Eric can't exactly see her over the phone. That's part of it, of course. But her history is what's always made her kit. She can't totally know herself until she knows how she spent five years of her life building Armorium. With me, yes, but it's about her too. Just tell me when you're going to tell her. The same way you told me how depressed Kit has gotten? Jade. Goodbye, Eric. She hung up on him. She didn't owe him anything anymore. Salty. Yeah, fuck you, Eric. Just kidding. We love you. Jade gets to the bar before Kit. It's not a dive bar, but not quite a craft cocktail spot either. It's something in between. Something mysterious. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's kind of the perfect first date spot. Jade even spots a band setting up in the back for some live music. A waitress comes by and asks for her order, but Jade says she's waiting for someone first. If this had been before the accident, she would have gone ahead and ordered herself an IPA and get either a Hefe or a Sour. She might have even opted to get them both gin, gin, gimlets. Please don't make fun of me. I don't drink, okay? I don't know. She's going to say everything wrong. But she doesn't want to be presumptuous about what is supposed to be a first date, so she waits. Kit arrives just after eight, and Jade is not surprised that she's late. She stands and greets the shorter girl with a hug that she lets, a ling lets linger a moment longer than necessary. Damn... Jade hadn't realized how starved she was for touch, for Kit's touch, until she'd held her in her arms the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so, you do own clothes other than what you wear to the gym, Kit teases as she takes the seat opposite of Jade. I could say the same of you, Jade returns, looking Kit over in her jeans and off-white sweater, hair falling in waves over her shoulders. She still looks different from the Kit Jade knew for five years, but the till of her smile is the same, the teasing glint in her eyes. The waitress returns and Jade orders herself an IPA and Kit a mescal margarita. The order surprises Jade, but she doesn't say so. Instead, Jade says, so I had an idea. Did you have to work your brain hard for it? 
Ha ha, Jade rolls her eyes. You said you lost about five years worth of memories, right? She asks as if she doesn't know. Yeah. The smile fades from Kit's face as if bracing for whatever Jade is going to say next. But Jade had thought this part through. It's how she can get through the night without lying. She wants to build up her trust with Kit before she eventually tells her the truth. We can only talk about things that happened six years ago and earlier, or anything that's happening right now. Like how that shirt looks hot on you? Jade feels herself blush but nods. I like that idea, Kit says, that smile returning to her face, causing Jade to sigh a bit in relief. So, you have an accent. Explain. I was born in the UK, Jade says. My parents died when I was really little. I don't remember them, don't really know a ton about them. Anyway, I was adopted by my dad, Ballad team, when I was seven. We lived in London until I was 14. What's so funny about Jade's dead parents? You know, it really said, first test of the date. Explain yourself. Why are you British? <laughs> why are you British? <laughs> Continue. It's a valid question, though. Like, why, why She said, explain why are you yourself. British? We lived in London until I was 14. That's when we found out that I had an older half-sister. Scorpio? Yeah, Scorpio. She was living in Boston at the time. Valentin wanted us to have a relationship, so he transferred offices and we moved here, to the States. I finished high school in Boston. I've been here over a decade now, but the accent is here to stay. Nice. Is it, though? That's what? the thing. If she's in the U.S. for so long, like, she might lose that accent. She might in, gain a new accent. In Willow Logic, it doesn't fucking matter because no, it's camp. No, like, yeah, good for her. But I don't know. She's just British. Like, you know how dad lost... Now he has a he has a Michigan accent instead right. of a Virginian. Which I guess maybe not... Yeah, our dad is from the dirty, dirty south. Our oh my <laughs> god. No, our dad is from a small town down south. I need to hear his Benjamin David. Benjamin David? No, down south. Down here in the south. We like to do fireworks. Down here in the south, <laughs> we the have fly. great water. They said that's us. We live in the Great Lakes State and they're like, down here in the south, oh, you gotta, you gotta see our water. Bitch. See our water. Like he was like, we have great legs. Like we have, the great, we have <laughs> these great legs. He know he knew what he was doing. Anyway, I apologize. I Why like need to are all this. you doing this? <laughs> Why do we need to cut this? I like it's just not relevant. I'm afraid our southern family members are gonna be like. No, we we don't need to talk about our father's southern heritage on this podcast. Yeah, like we need to cut it. Okay, don't talk about our family. Keep it private. <laughs> They're gonna find out where who you are, where you live, your IP address. Your <laughs> because I said my dad's from a small town in the dirty, dirty south. That was the last bit of information they needed. <laughs> that was the last piece of the puzzle. <laughs> anyway. Now I know your social security. <laughs> I imagine if that's how social security numbers work. They were like a code. It was like a riddle. It's because we said Benjamin David. They were like, <laughs> only the Van Reedens would have anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Only people whose social security number ends in 32. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Why are you gasping? <laughs> I'll give you the last digit of mine if you give the last two of yours. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> We're bartering ourselves. <laughs> anyway, I've always had a thing for girls with accents, Kit says. I blame it on Kira Knightley. Bend it like Beckham, Pirates of the Caribbean. Take your pick. Exactly. Kira Knightley is so hot. Kira Knightley Who was. Can <laughs> please. She was one of my original, like, gay awakening crushes. Mixed bisexual awakening. Because I watched the 2005 Pride and Prejudice with my like older sisters and was it changed my life i remember i was so it was like all i could think about for days and i went and i remember i like borrowed the dvd and i watched it by myself one night and just to really take it in 
you know? And I was just like, why do I feel this way? Don't forget Love Actually. Ugh, no. Crick, Kate groans. I hate that movie. Jade laughs and holds back an I know. So what about you? What about me? Kit asks. Where does the American accent come from? Here, Kit says. Like New York City here. Born and raised. Went to Chapin and the whole thing. I have a twin brother too. Have I, have I told you that already? Jade racks her brain, trying to remember if Kit had mentioned Eric in the past several weeks. She thinks she had him passing. You mentioned a brother? Yeah, Eric. He lives here in the city too. They're teetering close to lying territory, so Jade... Aqua. Who let you in this house to be wiggling around, wagging your tail, hitting everything, making noise, making... This isn't about you. She's trying to be the center of attention, and we're trying to do she a podcast. like dirty, dirty dog. We're trying to do a podcast, and you sound like the outdoors. Get out of here. You two toots. Anyway. They're teetering close to lying territory, so Jade reins them back in as she sips on her drink. Tell me about your favorite childhood memory. Hmm, Kit says. She taps her chin and takes a long swig of her margarita. She's nearly done and justice for the waitress to bring them another round. Jade knows that Kit isn't really dwelling on the thought. She knows Kit's favorite childhood memory. It's why she'd asked. Because it made Kit happy anytime she spoke about it. I was eight, Kit says. It was a random school day, I think a Tuesday. Anyway, my mom and I got in this ridiculous fight that morning because I wanted to wear the pants option of our school uniform, and she wanted me to wear the dress. She made me wear the dress even though I was kicking, screaming, and crying. So she is homophobic! Oh, man, she was kicking, screaming, and crying. Sounds like the, a fond memory. The, all three, like the triple... <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> Triple. <laughs> Sounds like a fond memory. Hush, we're getting there. Kit leans across the table and presses a finger to Jade's lips. Damn. Jade stops breathing for a full 30 seconds. She puts her finger to her lips and there's like no breath coming out. And she's like, wait, are you going to fucking alive? <laughs> yeah, imagine she's she's holding her finger there the entire time. <laughs> she stops mid-story. She's like, wait a second. Are you okay? She's like, let me get net. Call an ambulance, but not for me. Wait, no, this is you realize how stupid I am because that's what I thought they were implying is that she was holding her finger there for the whole 30 seconds, which makes no sense. Why would she do that? <laughs> that's so awkward. But it's a funny thought, though. <laughs> it's pretty fucking hilarious. How, uh... Okay, well, now we got a good slap <laughs> on the pod. What the fuck? Anyway, back before I was allowed to ride the subway alone, Dad would take me and my mom would take Eric. We went to different schools, all girls and all boys. So here I was, face all red and blotchy, angry, stomping my way behind Dad to the subway when he walks right past our stop and hails a taxi. When I asked where we were going, he just told me to hop in. He whispered to the taxi driver, and suddenly we're on the FDR on our way to JFK. The airport? Jade asked, remembering how it felt to hear the story the first time, pressed up against Kit in her dorm-issued twin bed. This was weeks before Kit had finally confided in her what had happened to her dad. The airport, Kit nodded, and well, my privilege is definitely going to show here, but you already know my mom is a senator. Anyway, we get out of the airport, and Dad goes right to the ticket counter and buys us tickets to Orlando. We fucking spent the day at Disney World. Took the last flight back that night, but for a glorious six or so hours, it was just me and Dad riding as many rides as we could, eating absolute crap. I looked like such a weirdo, walking around in sweatpants and an I Heart New York t-shirt he bought me at the airport. But it was the happiest day of my childhood, no question. Mom was pissed and I loved it. Sounds like a great dad, Jade says. Yeah, Kit says wistfully. Best day of my childhood. Honestly, probably the best day of my life. Jade knows that this isn't true. Knows the day Kit would place above it if she remembered. But she doesn't. Oh my god, Kit says, jolting upright. I love this song. The band playing in the back had just switched to a Taylor Swift song that came out during their senior year at college. She chugs the rest of her drink, gestures for Jade to do the same, then drags her to the dance floor. 
Kit's hand is warm in Jade's. Where Kit goes, Jade follows. Some things never change. They belt out the lyrics and dance close to one another. Jade gets them around another round and they stay on the dance floor. Jade's brain starts to go fuzzy at the tipsiness set as the tipsiness sets in. Her hands find their way to Kit's waist, and she could almost forget the past year ever happened. Kit's arms drape over her neck and play with the curls at the nape of her neck like they always do. Jade knows that if she were to shift her thumbs beneath Kit's sweater, Kit would let out a soft moan. <laughs> Jade has enough presence of mind to keep her hands over clothing. I remember music, Kit says suddenly. Music that came out during the missing years. I guess my subconscious kept it because I know songs and lyrics that I shouldn't. Music is powerful. Music is powerful. <laughs> Is that a new development? Jade asked, standing a bit straighter. No, Kit shook her head. I've remembered music from the beginning. I just never told my family or doctors or anything. I was afraid they might do something to take it away from me, and I wanted something, just for me. You're allowed to be selfish, Kit, Jade says, squeezing Kit's hip slightly. Yeah? Kit asks, and oh no. Jade watches as Kit's gaze falls to her lips. On instinct, Jade's tongue darts out. What's her lips? <laughs> for some reason, when I say... <laughs> I didn't think she was about to wet her lips with her tongue. I thought she was going to go tongue first into this case. Straight down that big throat. I was like, throat. holy shit. <laughs> that would be so Kit. wild. Kit pulls Jade marginally closer. She's about to kiss her. <laughs> the look on Mariah's face. Jade places a hand on Kit's jaw, guiding her slightly away. She shakes her head. Am I going crazy? Kit asks, pulling out of Jade's... Pulling out. <laughs> You're crazy? so fucked she up. She asks while pulling out. Am I going crazy? Kit asks, pulling out of Jade's grasp entirely. I mean, you flirt back all the time when we're sparring. You helped me through a breakdown, and you were very clear that this could be a date. Is it me? Her voice is tinged with fear and apprehension. She looks almost embarrassed. No, Jade rushes forward, trying to pull Kit back. She places her hands on either side of Kit's face. God, I want to kiss you. So I want you, Kit asks. If I kiss you, Jade says, I might never stop. <laughs> <laughs> I would be okay with that. Isn't that what she says in the show? No, she says, I suppose there's only one way to find out. I swear she says something about, if I kiss you, I won't stop. No, it's when she says, I'm going to, she says, in about 10 seconds, I'm going to kiss you. So if you don't want that, and then Kit cuts her off saying, I would be that. very into that. That's what you're thinking of. No, but I swear she says something about how I'm afraid I won't stop. Yeah, yeah, she does. That's the next thing that Jade says. She's like, are you sure? Because I might, might not, not stop. Oh, and then Kit's okay. like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking I of. I suppose like, we'll find out soon enough, eh? And then she gets fucking kidnapped. Yeah, not that for Spoiler freedom. alert. <laughs> <sighs> I need to go slow, Jade says. We promised no talking about things in our past from the past five years. So can you just trust me? Oh, Kit stares at her, absentmindedly toying with the Jade stone on the necklace around Jade's neck. The necklace she doesn't know should be around her own neck. Jade hates that she's telling the truth when it still feels like a lie, because she knows Kit must be thinking that Jade has some ex or something of the sort. I can do slow, Kit nods. Thank you. And because she doesn't know how to resist, Jade presses a kiss to Kit's forehead that leaves her lips tingling for hours. They go back to dancing, and at the end of the night, Jade kisses Kit's hand as, as a goodbye. But first, Kit says, My mom is hosting a boring children's literacy event on Sunday. Would you want to come? Jade says yes immediately, but waits until she's home to text Sorsha. I'm just telling you as a courtesy. But Kit invited me to your vet on Sunday. She found me. I didn't initiate us. I haven't told her, but I will soon. Just so you know. And then we're at another scene. Kit doesn't remember the last time that she recognized the girl in the mirror as herself. In the months following her accident, Kit had stared at herself for hours, trying to force recognition. The girl who looked back at her was five years older, her jawline more defined. But she was also damaged and scarred. A long, raggedy thing ran from her eyebrow down the side of her face and behind her ear. 
It was a pale line now, but it wasn't the physical that Kit struggled with. Deep down, she knew there was a girl inside her who had died the day of the accident, a girl she herself felt she never got to know, and yet everyone around her mourned her. This is fucking me up a little bit, but continue. <laughs> Why? It's just a really sad concept to me. Yeah. I'm being so serious. Like, I'm not just being funny now. I'm actually being really serious. Like, the concept of, like, um, yeah. like she's like that. Erased. Yeah, she's been erased. Yeah. And I think to a certain it extent, I can relate to it. Again, I'm going to get personal. I'm going to get personal for a second. <laughs> I've never had amnesia, obviously. But I think it's, like, the gay experience. my experience being more trans than anything. Because, yeah. Because, like, That's I... Funny. With my parents, I adore my parents, by the way, but I have like a really complicated relationship with them. And especially for a few years there, after I first came out, changed my name and started trying to like asking them to use the correct pronouns, things like that. And my parents didn't want to accept me, but didn't want to like push me away at the same time. And their solution was to like not use my name at all or like really refer to me at all. And like there's a lot of weirdness that comes with that and a lot more to it that's deeper than that. But it kind of makes you feel like you're you're dead like yeah. like the version of me that they knew and loved to them was dead and they acted like they were mourning me and yeah. that the version they were still seeing here and there which wasn't often because it was a strained relationship for a while it was like they were seeing a ghost of that person so that kind of affected the way i viewed myself and especially because i i was going you know going through a lot of other things at the same time and so that feeling in general is probably just like a little touchy for me because I'm like, damn, like, yeah. But um, yeah, it's just a really sad concept of like I'm really thinking about that deeply, like what that would be like to like lose five years and go through the kind of thing that she's going. I don't want to think about it. I don't have the mental health to do that. <laughs> she said, "I can't. I w- I will break." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Kit groans, trying to shake it away, but as she looks in the mirror, just barely fogging with the heat of the running shower, she begs to see a glimpse of that dead girl. The girl left behind, a casualty of a freak accident in a six-day coma. Her hair had been short when she'd woken up. Kit realizes it suddenly. She hadn't thought about it before. It had been uneven, too, to account for her wounds. So she just assumed it had been cut in the hospital. But Kit had always wanted to cut her hair short, even as a teenager. What if that dead girl had been brave enough to do it? Could she be brave? All she ever wanted was to be brave and to be loved. Impulsivity had once been second nature to her. It rears its head once again. Kit runs to her room and grabs a pair of probably dull scissors. This was me the other day, by the way. I have I have a fuck-ass, ugly-ass haircut now because I just started chopping all of the, like, damaged bits off from previous box dye and shit. And now I have, like, short hair, and it just doesn't look good on me. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's it's not, not for me. Bad. It's I just, like having long hair. Mario really mad at me for saying this earlier. I was like, yeah, you can be cleaned up a little bit. No. But like, right now, you I got did this a good half job. up thing going on right now. It looks cute. I did a good... Well, it was actually full up, but because it's short, the hair falls out. But I... <laughs> well, it, it's, it's it's messy. It's a messy look and it's cute. Yeah. No, I just like having long hair. I I think the haircut's good. It just doesn't look good on me. It, I, but I also kind of look like a mom in like the early 2000s. It looks like our. This, though, it looks like our mother's haircut. I like to. One thing I like to call Mariah kind of as a joke and I like to tease her is Miss McGuire because she's <laughs> like from Lizzie McGuire. Sometimes she's just so Mrs. McGuire. <laughs> it's so funny. So yeah, now you're finally acknowledging the truth. You are a mom from the early 2000s. <laughs> Continue. It's not an insult. I know, but anyway, Mrs. McGuire was was amazing. Yeah, she was. With one hand, Kit's fist... I'm so sorry. With one hand, Kit fists a lock towards the front of her face. She measures it to her ear to start and slides the scissors along the dark strands. 
She doesn't look at her hair as she cuts. Instead, she looks at the girl in the mirror. And as she snaps the scissors close, she recognizes her. That girl in the mirror, eyes gleaming with mischief and glee. The girl that maybe wasn't dead after all. From there, Kate cuts mostly at random, trying to hack off as much of the long locks as possible. This is a good scene. <laughs> Moira's nodding her head in approval. I'm into this. <laughs> this is powerful. Powerful stuff, Chris. Like, I'm joking, but I'm not. No. Yeah. For she, being so serious on this podcast today, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> she realizes absentmindedly that she's probably going to be left mostly with hair that grew after her accident. That everything from the before now lay strewn across her bathroom floor and in the seat, sink. It's relieving. So Sorsa's reaction to seeing Kit's hack job of a haircut is not at all what Kit had been expecting. She'd expected Sorsa to yell at her, to tell her she looked ridiculous, complain that she cut off her beautiful hair. Instead, she simply sighs and calls her hairdresser to come to the apartment ASAP to make it look like a bit less like someone had taken dull scissors to it and hacked at random. Which, fair. Yeah, because that's exactly what happened. <gasps> Me and two seconds. Two seconds. <laughs> you and two seconds. Why did I say that? Are you about to cut your hair? I can get it. No, I'm about to call. I'm about to call a call professional hairstylist to uh, save your hair. <laughs> oh my god. The stylist somehow pulls out a miracle, but the hair that kid is left with is what her mother dubs Dubinar? Dubinar? As she smooths it fondly, it's a shocking enough reaction that Kit doesn't even know how to respond other than to nod. Sorsha's right, though. I just got a message on Discord. Hell yeah, I love taco time. It's... <laughs> exactly, taco time. Sorsha's right, though, and Kit knows immediately that the haircut feels like her. It feels familiar as she runs a hand through short length. With the impromptu haircut, they're running behind. Kit has to quickly change into the skirt and blouse her mother picked out for her throwing over it a blazer for choosing before they hop in the car. Kit texts Jade, running a little late, but OMW, on my way. Jade texts back, just got here. The tidy sandwiches are, qu are quite tasty. They're walking into the Bryant Park main branch when Kit finally lets her mom know that she invited a guest. I uh, invited someone to come today. Oh, Sorsha asks, almost distractedly. Alora? No, more like a date. Well, a girl I've started to see, which Alora told me I am out to you, so don't be weird about it. Sorsha stops and looks at Kit with an expression she has trouble reading. You're only a year out from a traumatic brain injury, Kit. I don't want you rushing into a relationship without thinking things through. You need to be careful. Is she not the one who set her up on a date with Graydon? <laughs> she said you can have fake relationships with men because you're a lesbian. Yeah, you can't have they can't be real. real. Yeah. You can't be a real hey, person. Wait, but okay, that's fucked up. But like, at least she's acknowledging that the lesbian is real. I mean, according to our interpretation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm an adult mom, Kit says, before walking a hell on ahead into the event. Upon entering, they're quickly ushered away into an event room filled with donors' children and, as promised, mini sandwiches. Kit starts to seek out Jade, but she and her mother are swept to the front of the room. As the guests start to settle, Kit finally catches sight of Jade, who's wearing an oversized blue pantsuit, hair slicked back into a low bun. <laughs> right, like, I gotta pause for I a second. I gotta back. take this in. <laughs> she looks hot, Kit thinks. But then again, she thought she looked hot at the bar the other night and every day at the gym. Jade doesn't see Kit at first, but Kit knows the moment she does. She can feel those hazel eyes boring into her and practically sees them widen as she takes in Kit's new haircut. Sorsha gives a speech, but Kit doesn't hear it. She doesn't think Jade does either. They have eyes for nobody other than each other, even as far apart as they are. And when the people around her start milling again, she and Jade are like magnets. And this is so funny because, like, to Kit, like, they've been on one date and she's over here, yeah. over here. like, <laughs> classic. While they're close enough, Kit thinks Jade's eyes look almost watery, as if she's trying to hold back tears. But before Kit can look too closely, Jade is pulling her into a tight embrace. It looks so good. Jade's whispered words raise goosebumps on the side of Kit's neck. 
Has anyone ever told you that you give the best hugs? Kit asks after she pulls away. You have, Jade says, then quickly follows with, I mean, just you right now. Well, it's mm. true, Kit says. Liar. She drags her gaze over Jade, taking in the full effect of her outfit. She thumbs the Jade stone that seems to always draw her eyes at Jade's chest. Interesting. You always wear this, <laughs> even when training. I never take it off. Why? Kit asks. She sees the way that Jade averts her gaze for a moment. Kit wants to know the why. She wants to know all of Jade, even if it takes time. Jade asks her to go slow. Kit doesn't want to go slow. She wants to throw herself into whatever this blossoming thing is with Jade. She wants to U-haul this shit. Yeah, for real. So but she also know. doesn't know Jade the way she wants to, not yet. She doesn't know what Jade is hiding behind, what in her past has made her need to go slow. Kit hopes that she'll find out, though. I've shown you my world, the gym, Jade says. Show me yours. She gestures around in the room. It's not really my world, it's my mom's. Show me anyway. Kit glides through the room, introducing Jade to her mother's friends and donors. At one point, she's pulled away to read a book to a handful of children. She apologizes to Jade, but Jade sits nearby and watches. Kit gets absorbed in the book, reading all the different voices and playing off the audience of children. Every once in a while, she looks up to see Jade looking at her, and she looks at her like she hung the moon. It only throws Kit for a second before she goes back to the humpback whale voice. Finally, the event ends. Kit wants to bring Jade over to Sorsha to introduce her, but Sorsha has gone before she has the chance. Can I entice you into a bit of sparring? Sparring? <laughs> We're only a couple blocks from Armorium, Jade sighs as they walk down the front steps from the library. Aren't you closed Sunday afternoons? Kit, I own the gym. It's always open for me and you. <laughs> Kit's stomach warms the way Jade speaks about her, about them. I don't think I can really wear this to spar. I've got stuff you can wear. Okay. Kit slips her okay. hand. Okay. <laughs> Kit slips her hand into Jade's as they walk down fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I need a girl to slip her hand into mine. Sorry, I was just suddenly very aware of the way I was sitting and the way I'm my, my belly's yeah. sticking out. Just... <laughs> and Mariah is the one who keeps insisting we need to film this while we record. Like, we look so ridiculous. I literally, I could not be I filmed right now. <laughs> Kit slips her hand to Jade's as they walk down the fifth. She likes the way Jade's larger hand fits with hers like they're two pieces of a puzzle. We're having a two-year anniversary party for Armorium next week, Jade says, as they cross the street. Slight trepidation seeping into her tone. I'd love to have you there. I'd love to be there, Kit says, excited by the offer. And the fact that Jade asked her there. As a date? Maybe. Hopefully. Probably. When they get to Armorium, Jade pulls a pair of shorts and a tank top down from the merch display behind the reception desk and lets Kit change in the bathroom while she runs to change into clothes she keeps in her office. I did not think about the fact that I can't really pull my hair back anymore, though I feel like it could be kind of a sexy look to spare with my hair in front of my face, Kit says once Jade returns. She follows Jade's movement as the redhead exits her office and passes beneath the overhang where two swords are displayed, one with a red handle, the other blue. Oh, we know what that is. Jade keeps walking toward Kit and quickly closes the distance between them. Jade's long fingers push Kit's hair back from her face. I've been wanting to do that since I first saw your hair. Kit leans her cheek into Jade's soft touch. Jade pulls away after a moment and gently guides Kit, hanging on her hip so that she's sitting on the reception desk. Let me do your hair for you, she says. Jade opens a drawer and pulls out a handful of small elastic ties. Kit sighs as Jade cards her fingers through Kit's newly cut hair. She slowly pulls it back one lock at a time, securing it into a ponytail of sorts, secured every two inches to keep flyaways away. They sit in silence, but it's a comfortable silence, and Kit thinks marvels at it. The contentment, the happiness, the simplicity, and how natural it all feels. She's amazed at how something so new, her first real new thing, could feel so easy. How, with Jade, she didn't feel the need to hide. That they could just exist together without secrets. Dun, dun, dun. 
I love that. I love that attention. That was a good chapter. I liked I liked Fluff. I thought it was really well written. I really liked the scene, especially where Kid's cutting her hair, because I felt like it said a lot. It's such a moment. Obviously, it's like why Jade's so emotional when she sees it, because it's almost symbolic of Kit starting to come back right. into herself. Hair and is recognize so herself. It really is. It's, I, I, it's so common, but it yeah. doesn't take any value away from it to me. I feel like it is a good, really good way it, to communicate it, because it's like things that about for characters. I've seen people write essays about that even in Willow, like yeah. the way that Jade does her hair throughout the show and things like that. Yeah. It's like it does. It can say a lot about the, a character, like the way they dress, the way they do their hair, etc. Yeah. And um, her going back to like the more recognizable short and like doing it kind of impulsively. It's like the, something that she's doing that her mom doesn't approve of so it's like her yeah. moving away from where you know yeah. eric said she yeah. had been which was like she's yeah. becoming only a puppet you know yeah it's very and so she's like hey uh this is me and like i feel like everybody kind of has a very important like significant relationship with their own hair i don't know like the way you cut it the way you dye it the way you do it it just has a lot about you and how you express mm-hmm. yourself which is part of the reason why i feel so insecure about my hair now because it's like it just doesn't feel like me but mm-hmm. that was also part of the reason why i did it because not like because it was damaged but i was like i had a really rough past year and i'm like screw this i'm you know what i mean like i kind of yeah. felt like it helped me feel like i was physically moving on it's like how like everyone including me during the um like the beginning of the pandemic we're like buzzing our hair off yeah <laughs> but like and it grows really fast so like who cares like i might feel a little ugly for a while but at least i got rid of that hair and then in a couple months i'm gonna look yeah now you're gonna have nice healthy hair growing in instead of exactly. like, damaged and kind of start start from scratch a little bit yeah so good job yeah. person and you know what i, I needed that no shout <laughs> out so what are we gonna comment this was beautiful. That's what I'm going to comment. Love it. Note from me that you might want to include. Because hmm. I, I really enjoy that scene when they're on their first date and they're like dancing. and. <laughs> what? That scene That scene was just really sweet to me. Like her having to be like, I want to kiss you, but I need to take it slow. And Kit's like, I don't want to fucking take it slow. But, you know, she's like, oh, it's worth it to wait for Jade. She still barely knows this girl. But, you know, once again, this like <laughs> soulmate-esque dynamic between them that we got going on. What are you writing? I don't know. I just wrote stuff. Oh, let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Like just kind of wrote what we were saying about that. Yeah. There was just a lot of, I don't know. Just like hair is a big, like kind of, I don't want to say theme, but you know what I mean? Like it's a big part of their connection. Mm -hmm. Like it even ends with her literally getting out ties to do her hair and like it started. Oh yeah. Like Right. There was a lot about hair in this. Yeah. And it was even like when they were dancing and she was like, like she, you know, playing with her curls like she used to always do. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a tie throughout the, or a, What's the word I I always say? Or thread throughout the chapter or whatever. And I think it's really good. That's like really good writing. That's the type of shit we would talk about in my English classes about like what makes it good and what makes you feel like it was a Mm -hmm. complete chapter or a complete story. Are you mm-hmm. are you an English major by chance? Are, are <laughs> you major. like do you, well you know what I mean? Like are you yeah. a writing major or whatever? Like Are you a writer with a we capital meant it, W? We meant it like you should be a writer with a capital W. Yeah, like yeah. you should you, you could be published. Oh, absolutely. This is good this is good stuff. Like honestly, even this, like you could just change the names and like make in like <laughs> original character like pretend they're original characters. I don't know, I don't yeah. know how that works, but you know what I mean? Like people have Capitalize done that. Before. Off of- the previous success of things like the vow but this is yeah. like i said before like this is like the vow but better because there's actually more plot happening it's funny because the vow is based on our true story <laughs> but forget that for a second but it's just the idea like the reason why people were really into it it was like the romance of it of like he loves her and the angst of him going through that and she doesn't remember him and whatever and then like choosing to stay together and fall back in love blah 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 i actually never saw the vow that's a funny thing but like no it kind of takes that idea the draw of that and like builds on it and automatically it's already better because it's sapphic too <laughs> not to be rude but yeah it's just better because it's gay but so, yeah if i had the power to publish you i would publish you hey like when i'm gay. a publisher 
I will publish. This whole thing is really just to be like, we love you. We're obsessed with you. You're a good writer. And we're your original. <laughs> like, we're going to start the fandom right here. Well, not really. Because I'm like, yeah, the fandom of Chris. <laughs> fandom of Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so, so who's your favorite author? Oh, she's really obscure. Like, you know, really niche. Like, she, I don't know, know her name. Really, uh, her uh, name is just Chris. You know, Commander right? Buffy on Tumblr. She writes about. You know, girls kissing girls. But yeah, um, this was fun. Let's so do it again sometime. This is the part where we give a shout out to Save Willow Twitter. They've been blowing up. Like I said, like they got yeah. a lot more followers recently and they need even As more. So should. if you don't, if you're not following Save Willow on Twitter, it's at Save Willow 2022. Go follow them. They have a link tree in their bio where you can go and you can find petitions, things like that. But you can also watch the show in several languages and it's amazing uh, we're trying to get it back on disney plus or something but you know hashtag save willow join the fight on twitter <laughs> keep listening to the pod if you're still here listening you've been listening from the beginning i love you you're Thank so you. sweet we appreciate you kiss me this on the is mouth. a fledgling little i'm married podcast. but we'll give it a pass we'll give it a pass <laughs> mariah's married but you can kiss her one time on the mouth each of you can kiss me one time one on the mouth you all have per, one pass yeah <laughs> per and no you, but does that extend for all listeners or is it just willow twitter <laughs> it extends to all listeners only except for everett <laughs> oh my god i don't want it's to time you gotta drive out and kiss me on the mouth <laughs> oh yeah mish kiss us on the mouth even though mish you're straight. Kiss. Give me a mish kiss. Is that okay with you? Oh. I want a mish kiss. Mish is sorry, like, we're talking to wait, our friend mish now. Mish is like the only straight person listening to this. Probably. Anyway. I still don't believe I'm scared now. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, I'm questioning Invalidate. your sexuality. <laughs> I'm lying. So, <laughs> it's just a fun little joke. Thanks, guys. Us follow us on... Mish wants to kiss me. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Thanks, guys. Follow us on Twitter. Follow at us on Twitter. PLZ, I have no job. My Willow account is at PrettyGirlLaura. And my main account is at true underscore but false. And you can follow mm-hmm. me on TikTok at true dot 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 but false. <laughs> and I'm going to start posting on there more regularly, regularly and try to get our faces on there so she can get used to mm. being Yikes. on camera. They're, they're a wee bit shy. You know, you have an worried. Instagram too that needs, that needs to start being more active. Yeah, at please I have no job. Yeah, we do have an Instagram too. I finally gave them the password so that they'll probably be more active. <laughs> because they're more addicted to the social medias than I am. I'm I just kidding. I hate Instagram. Except for... Uh, yeah, that's but, the thing. I'm not really active on Instagram in general because I also have my main on there at Mariah Van Rienen, but I never... Did you just say your full name? <laughs> <laughs> but I like... I rarely post. I mean, I post on my story sometimes, but I just like y- using it kind of as like a photo album. But yeah, you, know, you can follow me. Mariah, Mariah just posts pictures of flowers and shit. She's a photographer on there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my side gig is photography. So I do have a job, actually. <laughs> She's just her own boss. In a exactly. number of ways. Exactly. And All right. she's going to start Twitch streaming. Um, Let's go see our mommy and daddy. Ew. Let's go see <laughs> our mom and dad. That? Let's go see our mom and dad. Cut that out, Jay. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, I'm going to be cutting a lot out. That's my job now. Did you see oh. me and Jay do a firm handshake over that? I'm going to listen to the whole thing. Cut everything out. We need cut out. And then he's going to edit the sound. Just be make careful. Sure Just be something. careful about it. Oh, I'll be careful. I'll be more careful than he is. Because I care. I care about what I have to say. And again, we're posting on Tuesdays, not Saturdays. Whoops. We're posting on Tuesdays. Um, I love you. Yeah. Bye. Toodles. That was perfect. Ow, my back hurt. Man, that's going to be a fun time.